prize picks. Well, of course. And I'm going to focus on sports wagering because we have Odd Shopper and we have Arbitrage things. So instead of me spending four hours getting all the different slates, all the different sites, all the different formats ready, I'm just going to play a little bit on DK, a little bit on Yahoo. You know, now and then, yeah, 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 and then FOMO kicks in. Oh, you're right. Back to it. <laughs> right, FOMO back to it. is strong right now. Let me oh, tell yeah. you, because I haven't registered yet. Whenever you're ready, Mike. Sorry. Welcome in. It is your weekly edition of getting you ready for the NFL slate prize pick style. Myself, Emac, in the house. Tons of things to look at. The over/under spot to be is prize picks. Mike Awesome is producing. You're in the house. We appreciate it. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed as well. And look, we have a promo code for you. We keep telling you this. This is the beauty of it. You put in $100 at prizepicks.com and use our promo code AWESOMO. We'll match it. $100. Hard to find a match code like that with that much money. And if you've been using the promo code, first off, then everything that EMAC has been telling you is gold on top of that. And you're probably playing still with house money. What's up, brother? How's it going? It's I just realized uh, somehow I saw a projection for Adrian Peterson, and I looked to see what team picked him up. My Seattle Seahawks. Ooh. Yikes. I was not aware of that until moments ago. <laughs> I don't think he'll do anything, but boy, last, I mean, good God, they brought Marshawn Lynch back <laughs> last year. So. Right. Yeah. Activate off the practice squad. There you go. Now, are there any playable over-unders for AP this AP? No, I went, I went and looked. They're yeah, right away, right? Right away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you by any means. Nope. So that you, this is your squad, the Seahawks? Absolutely. I, I, oh, I ride with Steve year, Largent. Man. There we go. Look at that. Is that an autographed uh, snap right there? The best DFS player in the world, Steve Largent. Oh, uh, that is amazing. No, is that really what that's... So, no, it says... Good bet, good locker, best oh, wishes okay. or whatever. Okay. No, my brother bought it. For oh, me. all right. Well, maybe Sports you lifted it off the dry cleaner or something, you know, and it's, <laughs> it still has his signature on it. All right. Yeah. Well, we don't have any Adrian Peterson over unders by all means. I'm sure I, I just have a feeling that Jalen Hurts is going to work himself back into this conversation at some point here, as he seems to. But look, we have a ton of things that you have searched and continue to use each week our own tools, Alex Osimo, what we have on site. And then using that as far as the great metrics and, and really means to determine the value on prize picks. Tough week this week or, or an easier week, you think, to find just overall on the slate to find some value here? No, I found, I found a few good ones, uh, I think, and I actually feel comfortable with them. I did not land on any fantasy point picks, which is kind of rare. Usually I can find yeah. a couple that I like, but there were really nothing that was standing out. And I started looking at some of the ones like, like conceivably you could put Alexander Madison in. Uh, I think price picks him, has him for like 20.5. We've got him for 23. If you wanted to play that angle with the full PPR, or the rushing and, and touchdowns, then that might be the way to go. I'd rather take his rushing prop. We'll, we'll get to that. But there was really nothing that stood out uh, among the fantasy points, really nothing amongst quarterback completions. Uh, I like to go to those as well, but uh, we're, we're introduced, excuse me, we're introducing a new category this week. Oh. We're going to be hitting this one pretty good. We'll wait save it for last. Is that right? Okay, I cannot wait. What a tease right there. You have now ensured that everybody watching will stay throughout. So this new category can be, now I imagine this is a new category that will be introduced today 
but will be using moving forward, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Beautiful. And it's not new to prize picks. It's just, just new to uh, us. A new, newer to us. And they had some good, some good ones on that. So we'll, that we'll finish strong with those. It's new to you out there. That's yeah. what it is. All right. Well, let's start in the air as we always do quarterbacks first and foremost. And there's a wide range to say the least of guys you can choose from. I was a little surprised when I, I read the name at first that you have here, but then when I saw the numbers, it, actually makes a lot of sense yeah so mike glennon at miami he's getting the start for uh danny danny dimes danny nichols danny pennies it's just uh it's a rough one uh out out there in the in the world so he is uh going to start for the giants going against miami now most books have his over under for passing yards in the 210 to 215 to 217 range Osimo has him for 244. Price picks has him for 190 and a half. Now, let's look at this. It's because it, you know Miami's reasonably good defense. They're middle of the road and they're both DVOA against the rush and the pass. But uh, Glennon has appeared once this season. That was back in that debacle of a game uh, against Dallas, where literally every skill position player got hurt. Uh, for the Giants they were they were out there with backup tight ends wide receivers running backs and Glennon uh, in part of that ass kicking 16 to 25 in that game 196 yards okay well that's you know we're gonna he's gonna get a full game but we can say 25 to 30 completion or um, attempts so that's a, a similar reasonable workload but he got to, to 196 there last year he ended up making four five starts four of which he finished the game for uh let's see who did he play for the jaguars so in those games he put up uh he was 20 of 35 for 235 against cleveland he was 28 of 42 for 280 in minnesota uh he was 24 of 37 for 211 he was 26 of 42 for 262 uh, against indy so he's got the ability he's done it recently and we're trying to get over 190 and a half this is one of the key plays for me this week. Uh, so I definitely want to take the over on Mike Glennon. I suspect this moves closer to 200. We've talked about how price picks, they will move their, their numbers around if things start coming in heavy on one side or the other. They usually don't put in uh, injured players or questionable players or anything like that because they don't like to pull the stuff down. But uh, those, are, those are the key things there. Um, and yes, Roach, we, or Rochita, we, we see the chat. So there you go. Okay, good. I don't know what he's asking, but we see it. So put in a yeah, question. I mean, I mean look, we're, we're not, we're doing prize picks here. So if you're coming in with a start sit question about your season long or advice on your DFS roster, we'll probably, it's easier for us to type that out on the chat than to stop a prize picks theme show. So by all means, we'll get to everything we possibly can here. If it's a prize pick specific question that you have by all, or even an over under, that you're looking at comparing it to the books that we can take here to prize picks by all means we'll incorporate everything we can fully here so glennon going there with that as the jump where else have you stafford i see now and that number seems a little low so stafford's coming in at 282 against wow. jacksonville we know that uh, henderson's a little dinged up and uh so are they going to run or if they run are they going to go sony michelle so sort of my game script on this one is they're going to pass. They're one of the most pass-happy teams in the league. However, if they are able to get out to a lead, I suspect they're going to turn to the running game yep. and, and not risk anybody because Stafford's dinged up like he seems to be perpetually. And, you know, Cooper Cup, let's 
put him in bubble wrap if I'm then, if they can control this game since they don't have Robert Woods anymore. Um, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. a little bit dinged up. So we're looking at Van Jefferson, uh, et cetera. But I kind of like the over for this one. Now, most books have it at 290 to 295. Osmo has it at 282. Or pardon me, um, uh, Price Picks has it at 282. Osmo, I think, is a little aggressive with 317 and a half. However, I'm that's still plenty over. I think I think he gets. I think he flirts with 300. Okay. And that's that's sort of you know once once you get up to that lofty total, that's fine. But I, I think 290, 297, somewhere around there feels right. That's still significantly over the Price Picks. So I'm I'm good with that one. And then the final one for this category of course is tom brady going against atlanta mr pass happy tom brady right he doesn't need need an excuse and wouldn't it be something if he could bank another two three four touchdown game another 300 yard game he leads the league in those categories amazing he could uh be the front runner now for mvp i think he wouldn't is that be something yeah wouldn't that be something and why not pad the stats now uh in a game against atlanta so for him you know, 300 yards is like falling out of a boat. Most books have him at 300 to 305. Price picks is trying to, you know, they're trying to incent us because again, it's it's win or, or don't win. They set the number, right? It's like cutting a piece of cake when you're a kid and your brother picks which the, the half, right? You're going to make damn sure you get it. That's to, right. <laughs> to, to pretty even, right? When, you, when, yes. when you're doing that sort of I stuff. I speak from experience, yes. Yes. <laughs> so in any event, it, this is one where they're trying to entice us one way or the other. So they, they're they knowingly going a little higher, or a little lower uh, of whatever it is based upon they think. So what they think. So this isn't like, it's not like they have bad lines out there. These are just where do we think it's going to happen? And sure. how are we looking at it against the awesome models and projections? Uh, for that one so i think the over there um, yeah both of these games big spread so i think there may be some concern the blowout factor and all but i'm with you there you know it's interesting because it's a factor that should be taken into account if you're betting on prize picks over under for brady if you're dropping individually using odd shopper to determine a, a bet or if you're just accounting for you know dfs like season long he's in he's in but this whole thing about winning the MVP, it's been, what, four years, right, since he's mm -hmm. won it, and he's had this resurgence. They come off winning the Super Bowl. Clearly, there is a narrative. There isn't really any other quarterback who has played consistently enough that you could argue is right there neck and neck outside. I like, I, I don't even know who it would be. I mean, we've seen so many stinkers from guys, and Brady hasn't had those. You said he leads the league, right, in the, in the multi-TD in the 300-plus-yard games. So Stafford, I think I, I'm a little concerned about just because it's like Jacksonville, but this is a divisional game for Brady, the MVP narrative, 292. I'm actually surprised that Price Picks has it below 300, to be honest with you. Books aside, just thinking it seems like it's a lock that Brady would try to hammer a team down and really to ensure the MVP more so than anything else. Yeah, He's got everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that I think is kind of interesting. Now, Here's, here's where I'm going to sort of go the other direction. So passing touchdowns, Matt Stafford, okay. Price Picks has it at two and a half, right? So that means he's got to get three, has to get three. We have um, him at 2.3. Now, if we go look at the odd shopper tool and go to shop NFL odds, you can sort uh, by, by likelihood of, of outcome. So we want the win percentage. We right. don't, we're not worried about ROI for this particular site when we're using um, Odd Shopper because we don't have to do the minus 10 to win 100 or the plus the juice, you know, 100 yep. to win 
220 or whatever, right? So it's it's all about just what is the actual outcome. So there's a 60% chance that he comes in under three touchdowns or probably under two and a half, which would be three touchdowns. Right. So I think that one's kind of an interesting one because let's say they are able to get it up in the game and they turn to Sony Michelle or whomever just to run down the clock. That makes a lot of sense. Without uh, Woods, with OBJ, um, or probably Odell Beckham Jr. being a little dinged up, it just feels like maybe there's not those many dynamic pass catchers. He's probably going to throw for two touchdowns. Does he get that third? That's the question. And I don't think so. Yeah, there's there's an angle here too, just the game script of it. And I know you don't have him on your rushing yards category. So it's something to factor in. But you just mentioned Michelle. And I was looking for Michelle before our show because Henderson is banged up. He's going to play, but he's banged up. And it's the Jaguars. And the Jaguars are miserable. And you should be up by a lot, especially because the Rams have had some difficult losses that they're planning on bouncing back from. So this just screams blow out, run the clock out. And if Henderson is banged up, first off, his number on prize picks is 65 and a half. But more so, I think just in general, it's going to take away from, you're right, the, the passing touchdown element of it. But I also think it helps everybody in the running game and improve and, and do that. Look, I don't have our own projections here, but I think 65 and a half, the only concern I would have for Henderson is just how hurt he is. If he was healthy, then I would say slam this. But because we don't know how hurt he is, that's where I would be a little resistant or hesitant maybe to play him. Yeah, Henderson. now Os- Osmo currently has him at 79 rushing yards, but we're not factoring in that he's, at this point, we're saying questionable he's going to play. Sure. And this will probably change as we get additional news coming out tonight. Any clarifications from Schefter on the overnight? Uh, any other things coming from from uh, the team? Now, we do have Sony Michelle projected for 30 rushing yards. So it's not nothing there. No, no, no. And, and normally in this situation, uh, you know, Henderson would have been our, he would have been over 100 yards. Now, currently he's fifth uh, on our list or sixth, I guess, but at 79. So it's not. 70 when you think about it this way if you look at nfl rushing yards so we're used to a 16 game season so um, 67 and a half yards gets you 67 and a half or 62 and a half i forget which now but it gets you a thousand yards over a 16 game season so when you think about it you're like oh wow that used to be a lot well last last year there were only nine running backs in lamar jackson who got over a thousand yards rushing the year before i think it was 15 or 16 but uh, this year more people will reach that thousand yard mark but they get an extra gain so you want to think of it from, from that standpoint. So basically all I'm saying is that number there would basically be the equivalent of 1,100 yard rushing, 1,200 yard rushing. And you're like, ah, and he's in one of the most favorable matchups of all time. Okay, well, we're giving him a little ding for being hurt there. We're probably expecting three quarters of work. So I just want to explain sort of how the projections work. And if we get iffy or they're looking at an X workload for this or only high leverage touches, then that'll come back down. The shells will go back up tomorrow, but that's how the Osmo projections work. So, and most projections, not just ours, but right. Okay. So let's keep it moving here and go to rushing yards. And again, doesn't mean that it's just running backs for rushing yards, right? Correct. Because I believe this is where we get to talk about your guy, Jalen hurts. 
because guess what? He's 44 and a half yards on prize picks for With his an ankle injury. Yes. <laughs> now, a little, little banged up. Yeah. We always have to put this out there. Now, Osmo, it, it, again, our projections love him for rushing. We have it just over 60 yards. I did go look at a couple other sites. They're in the low 50s. So, one thing that you'll find with the Osmo project. Now, here I will tell you about the Osmo projections. We don't worry as much about where all the other sites are landing. I'm sh they do some comparisons, but we go where we think our models are going to be. There's a lot of sites out there that will sort of toe the line mm -hmm. and keep themselves uh, within range of what is established the run doing. We'll say these other names. What is Derek Carty's The Blitz doing? What is, you know, fill in the blank doing? And you get this group thing, which is something that is not always helpful. So that's one thing that Alex and company doing the the projections here they you know those are kind of guardrails but unless they're way way off they're using their numbers because they're putting in all the other analysis on everything else and it's sort of like well if i've come up with this and everybody's over here don't i want to react to my news and right. not push myself higher or lower to, to match everybody else so that's an interesting thing here that that i do want to point out that when we're saying some of our numbers they'll be a little higher or lower that's because this is what's coming out of the model we're not putting our thumb on the scale Right, exactly. So the difference here with Hertz, right? 44 and a half to 61 and a half our projection. Now that's factoring in the ankle injury and assuming that he's playing. Correct. And and that's a, a pretty big number. So this is where it's what is your risk tolerance? Yeah. And remember, that's a median projection. That doesn't mean it's always going to, you know, the error bars on that are probably plus or minus, you know, 25%. There's a wide range of outcomes here. But, you know, it is our guy. It is our guy. But I'm not as I'm not as free square on that one as I have been in prior weeks, just because he's a little dinged up. He's gone over that number though every every time. Forty four <laughs> was his floor, right? I mean, think about yeah. that. Forty four was his floor. So one time all year he's gone under forty four and a half, and it was forty four that I see here. Right. Oh, no, I, I take that back. This is October 3rd. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, before that. All right. So we have to go back to like October 10th and then the short week against the Bucks there where you had a stretch where he didn't hit 44 and a half. That's two games. But ever since he's hit that. And the beauty of it is he doesn't even need carries, man. Eight carries for 77 yards last week against the Giants, against the Lions. That's probably a better indicator, right? is the Lions game because it should be a similar outcome of a blowout or at least a bounce back for an Eagles offense that looked like dog shit last week against the Giants. So 44 to six, they, they route, but Hertz doesn't throw. So that's a big key here. That, that is a factor where normally teams that are up big and then are running a clock out. We talked about the Rams. They're throwing to get there. The Eagles can get up 44 to six and only have 13, 14 attempts for Hertz. Meanwhile, it's on the ground. So, no, I think you found a really good avenue here for Hertz all, by all means, especially because prize picks hasn't adjusted quite to where our projections are. Yeah. And again, th these, these are the ones where you got the injury news, grain of salt there. Yeah. But if you're feeling comfortable and questionable these days, more or less means they're almost assuredly going to play. Um, though they may have, you know, something at this point in the year, almost everybody's harboring some sort of 
good God, we've had, you know, 11 or 12 games under our belt at this point. This is right. This, the people are getting beat. I, imagine getting in a getting rear ended once a week. Yeah. Three months of that. And I'm not going to be getting out of bed very quickly. Okay. No. So. No, you were talking about taking a weekly hit on DFS. That, that's much different than taking a physical hit in the head each and every No, you're right. And, and that's a big thing here too. If he's playing, He's healthy enough to run. I can promise you that if he's out there, he's not going to be turned into some statue. That's not going to happen. Right. And then one last thing, because you watch all these games and we can get through these other ones relatively quickly yeah, too. Sure. But, but do you see, I mean, you watch the Philly games. They don't do that many designed runs for him, right? It's not like a Lamar Jackson thing. They'll pick their spots, but more often than not, he's, he's doing it out of a broken player, a pass where he's getting, you know, at least, some getting around the corner, I think is the better way of saying it. So it, it's a trio of circumstance. And a lot of times when you have somebody, when we do the anytime TD, you'll combine the probability of a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown to determine whether or not it's going to hit. So I think it's similar here where Hertz is a product of three different circumstances. One being a design run, which you're right, doesn't happen a ton, but still happens every now and again. The other is the RPO where he really has the control in his hands now to either hand the ball off or generate some sort of quick throw. We've seen him talk now out of the RPO and create some sort of running, especially because he knows if he doesn't get rid of the ball or if he gets rid of the ball too late, part of me, it's going to be a flag down the field. And then finally, it's what you mentioned where it's the pocket breaks down and there's chaos. But all three of those equal way more of a probability of him yeah. running each down than throwing by all means all right one more running back here or one all more right. guy running the football i should say sure and i see david fangs asked a question here will the team um what if they just run madison Moore and limit kirk cousins on the throwing yes great question so we'll we'll answer that as part of this so price picks this one is going to go up i have all confidence that it will price picks has alexander madison at detroit with a 74 and a half yard um uh, rushing total Osimo has him as the second highest rusher on the day behind Jonathan Taylor. We have him at 101.5. I've looked at several other sites because I was curious. They all have him closer to 90. So again, Osimo not afraid to put up, put what they think is going to be out and where. I can go find a bunch of players where we're under too, right? It doesn't mean we over project because at the end sure. of the day, you got to have how many yards, how many is the quarterback, receiver, completions, attempts, catches, all that stuff has to has to math itself out. But we're we're running higher on this one. Most books uh, are in that ninety to ninety five range, so I think that's going to tick up a little bit as well um, with the book. So I really like that one. So if we go and look at the Osmo, I'm going to drop this into chat. It's free. Um, this is the Osmo Advanced Stats page. So within this, we have game script adjusted rushing percentage. So that means in neutral scoring situations, how often do you run the ball? And that means you're up or down by uh, a, a touchdown or less, right? They just, they want neutral, right? So it's sort of like first drive of the game, there's no score on the board. Are you going to, which would you rather do run or pass? So Minnesota comes in around the top 10, they run 43% of the time. They also use a relatively short controlled passing game. The only, and even they don't even really go down the field that often, although Kirk Cousins is okay as a deep ball passer. It's the, it's Jefferson doing stuff after the catch more often than not. Now he'll get a couple long passes per game. Um, and I'm blanking on that other guy that was the, the brief, one hit wonders their third wide receiver he's since faded down a little bit but uh, they really aren't going to throw deep a lot so i don't like the kirk cousins numbers because this feels like a hey can we ride madison can we get in can we get out can we get the victory here so osmo has projected for this game 
they're assuming that uh, Minnesota is going to run almost 46% of the time. So that's a 10% increase over what it was before. And that's pr uh, proportional. So yes, I know I said 43 and now I'm saying 46, 10%, just, mm -hmm. you know, that, this is how <laughs> math works. Can't, can't get confused with probabilities and percentages. They both have a percentage sign after them, but they mean different, different things. So we're seeing a major, what we're seeing is a major uptick, fifth, fifth most likely to run. Um, this week. So I, I, I would say, yes, I agree with the hypothesis. They would like him to not have to throw that much. They would prefer to run. Um, and then quickly here, because we just have a couple minutes left, receiving yards, Saquon Barkley. So he's got Glennon uh, under center. You know, part of the Glennon number not being so, who the hell is he going to throw it to? Because everybody seemingly dinged up. But guess what? He's throwing the ball. A variety of people can catch it. We just need to get over 190 yards. So the number for Saquon Barkley receiving yards is 20 and a half. Now, Osimo is going pretty damn aggressive here. Yeah. We have him at 40 and a half. I think 31, 32 is a more realistic outcome. But uh, to, we have a double what the prize picks number is. The other books are 23 to 26. So wow. I would still take the over on the other books. We're getting a three to six yard uh, advantage here. We're getting a 10%, a 12% advantage here in our favor. I right. like this one. Plus we already have, um, you know, the, the bonus of, of Osmo going way over. So uh, I would lean towards the over on that. And then finally, the cherry on top, the interception. What we've we, been waiting for, yes. I have, I have failed our viewers because i have not been bringing these up and i really really should have this is just a pure math play we're just going to save them for last but over under half an interception lamar jackson we have him at 84 percent chance of an interception now when i say 80, terry and i have argued about this it's 0.84 is in the osmo projections for his percentage terry liked to argue with me that well your percentage it's 2.3 percent or whatever but the answer is it's 2.3% times however many attempts you have gets, you know, if you, at certain point you throw 40 passes, you're in your 2.7 person, you're going to throw an interception. That's sure. how the math works. So I'm saying 80% chance okay. for, for this one. I'll take that. Yep. 80% chance that Tyrod Taylor does that as well. I now like Tyrod that. Taylor doesn't run as much as we like to think he does. He's a competent passer. He's a solid runner. But he would have had his own team long ago if he was as good as the DFS world thinks he is. We think he's good because on a point per dollar basis, he's very, very good. Sure. Incredible value, right. But on a raw points basis, yeah. Not so, so much. we'll take him at 80% chance of an interception. And then to a tag of Aloha going against the Giants marginal defense. Yeah. But again, remember, to a tag of Aloha, I wasn't weren't there trade rumors already for him and not just and not just for deshaun watson either uh there were there were other others at the beginning of the year yeah or replacement coming in so let's take those three but those three i think are excellent options i like those three and glennon uh as my favorites uh, you know we have real quick on the way out odd shopper has two uh just looking at this projected for 24 completions so if we haven't projected for that you can imagine as far as attempts we have I can I can see a scenario here where they're throwing, even if they're quick, quick throws. It's a lot of throws. So it's a good chance. Good chance right there for two to get picked off. All right. Yep. Thanks to everybody for hanging with us. Once again, we appreciate you. And make sure you thank Emac on Twitter and whenever you see him across the board here. 
on all awesome platforms. 30, 35, we have them for 35 attempts. Oh, look at that. Beautiful. Beautiful. I figured it would be high since the completions was so high. Thank you. So hit that thumbs up button, please, on your way out. Make sure you're subscribed as well. And take advantage of that promo code. You put it $100. We'll put it $100. Awesomeo on prizepicks.com. For Emac, Mike Awesomeo. We'll see you next week.